Hello, welcome to this audio recording of the most recent article from warhornmedia.com. This is episode 103, and the title is Wheaton College and President Buswell, Hedge Words for a Kangaroo Court. It's by Tim Bailey. I'm your reader. The date is November 2, 2023. So we're a little behind in recording these posts. This is seventh in a series, and the scripture at the beginning is Proverbs 27.10. Do not forsake your own friend or your father's friend. The deeper you drilled down into the report Wheaton College's president and trustees issued to justify their denunciation of former Wheaton president J. Oliver Buswell, Jr., the more it becomes clear this report itself is the real scandal, not former President Buswell. At 122 pages and 421 small-type footnotes, Riken and his trustees make a great show of careful scholarship, but what they produced is a compendium of historical source material held together by equivocal verbiage, assembled to provide the authors plausible deniability should any better scholarship come along later, exposing their report as the tendentious history it is. Here's a list and frequency of some of their hedge or weasel words and roots and phrases, and I have a footnote there uh, to a Charlie Chaplin quote, which I want to read to define weasel words. The footnote is from Charlie Chaplin's uh, The Stained Glass Political Platform. Chaplin writes, quote, why weasel words are words that suck all the life out of the words next to them just as a weasel sucks an egg and leaves the shell. If you heft the egg afterward, it's as light as a feather and not very filling when you're hungry. But a basketful of them would make quite a show and would bamboozle the unwary. So that's the footnote. And again, I say, here's a list and frequency of some of their hedge or weasel words and roots and phrases. First, the word may. And then quotes from the document under that word, quote, may suggest, unquote, quote, such documentation may have existed, unquote, quote, subsequent research may nuance some of the following findings, etc. The next one is the word would, quote, would be hard pressed to prove, unquote, quote, would be expected, unquote, quote, would be an oversimplification, unquote, quote, would be natural to assume, unquote, and etc. The next one is the word might. Quote, Buswell might well have made good on this recommendation, unquote. Quote, might suggest, unquote, quote, might give the impression, unquote, etc. The next word is seems. The quote is seems likely, unquote. The next one is the word assume. Quote, it would be natural to assume, unquote. 
The next word is perhaps. Quote, interracial relationships were perhaps discouraged, unquote. Quote, perhaps prompted by, unquote. The next word is indicate. Quote, the record indicates that, unquote. Quote, our records indicate that, unquote. Quote, one response indicated that, unquote, etc. The next word is unlikely. Quote, it unlikely, and I put sick there because they, they, they leave out the, word, the verb to be. It is unlikely. They just write it unlikely. Quote, it unlikely that undergraduates of non-European descent ever comprised as much as 2% of undergraduates, unquote. Quote, it is highly unlikely that, unquote. The next word is possible. Quote, it would be impossible to determine, unquote, quote, as meticulously as possible, unquote, quote, exactly when he did so is impossible to determine, unquote, quote, makes it impossible to effectively evaluate race relations, unquote, quote, it is impossible to confirm, unquote, etc. The next word and last word is the word suggest. They use this 23 times. Here's a sampling of how they use this hedge word. Quote, a single source with no corroborating or clarifying details suggests an incident of race-based discrimination supported by the college's president, unquote. Quote, may suggest, unquote, quote, Evidence suggests that, unquote, quote, HRTF research suggests that, unquote. And then finally, this quote, quote, in sum, the evidence suggests that no black students were enrolled at Wheaton College between the departure of Clarence Morris in 1929 and the matriculation of Lewis McGee in 1940, etc. Such equivocations are spread across the report. Some might judge headwords and phrases to be a sign of careful scholarship. The trustees' writers were simply making a good effort to avoid overstatement as they build their case against President Buswell. But no, this project is not a scholarly disquisition on the words and actions of Wheaton's presidents in betrayal or support of various minorities across a century and a half. This project was to search and put together evidence for the prosecution of J. Oliver Buswell Jr. as a racist. The trial would have no courtroom presided over by any judge whose rulings and verdict would be subject to appeal and review by any higher judicatory. Wheaton is not accountable to any higher authority. Wheaton is accountable to no one other than their own board of trustees, and that board served well as the kangaroo court that received their own staff prosecutors' evidence, then pronounced the verdict. The trustees of Wheaton College found their former president, J. Oliver Buswell Jr., guilty of racism, then sentenced him to public shaming. What else could these women and men do? Finances had grown tight the past couple of years, and where would they be if Wheaton lost applications 
as a result of young kids labeling them Neanderthal or antediluvian or dinosaurs, flood geology creationists, ossified dowdy, fuddy-duddy Tories. The trustees saw the rising specter of horrors and appointed their task force to assemble something that would mollify, that would appease the young men and women, humiliating them in Edmund Chapel. It was so very embarrassing. Something had to be done. The evidence presented in their, quote, report, unquote, indicates their thinking and conversations went something like this. Eh, look, it's just a kangaroo court, so don't worry about objectivity. You needn't fear objections to hearsay by any counsel for the defense. We ourselves are judge and jury. We've barred the defendant and his counsel from our courtroom, and no discovery will be allowed nor standards of evidence applied. Undocumented, fourth-hand testimony is fine. And, and go ahead, use all the hedge words and phrases you need to signal your scholarly colleagues that you know how distasteful the project was and how craven you look. Our Wheaton groupies will love you for it, and your colleagues know who's paying the piper and what tune they're demanding. You'll get us seven years of peace, and we'll leave the consequences to our sons and daughters for cleanup. Now, of course, that's not a direct quote. That's just hypothetically what went down as they planned their uh, denunciation. And then I pick up with my words. It's no high hurdle to convict a dead man in the court of public opinion. The accused wasn't allowed to defend himself. He was entirely absent. The accused wasn't allowed to have an attorney for his defense. The accused wasn't allowed to provide any evidence. Only the prosecution had the privilege of presenting evidence. The accused had no relatives sitting in the courtroom to encourage, support, or defend him. Rather, 30 of his descendants joined the mob, sending out a press release in which they stated for the record, quote, while we believe that Dr. Buswell did much which positively impacted the college in his tenure, we also recognize that he participated in a mindset and culture that has harmed so many black people historically and still does today. For that reason, we who have signed this letter would like to express our sorrow and deep regret over Dr. Buswell's words and attitudes, and so on, unquote. Would it surprise you to learn there were a significant number of students of color on the campus during the presidency of J. Oliver Buswell Jr., including blacks? If so, keep your eye out for our next article in this series. You may respond, quote, but surely Wheaton's president and trustees wouldn't lie about that, unquote. Why would you deny Christians to lie when there's a lot of prestige and money at stake? Have you lost the doctrine of the fall, original sin, indwelling sin? From the beginning of this, quote, findings, unquote, quote, celebrations, unquote, quote, laments, unquote, and quote, repentances, unquote, charade. President Phil Riken and his board of trustees banned the rule of law. Their charges against President Buswell, exhibits of evidence, verdict that he was a racist and sentence of public shaming. These things were submitted to no authority but their own. They themselves say so. 
And that, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, is that. Of course they knew their mob would approve. They also knew their friends and family would understand why it was best, for the sake of the people, for one man to die. Again, this is seventh in a series. Thank you for listening. Do us a favor. Tell your friends about this podcast of articles from warhornmedia.com. Also, if you're able, please support this work. Go to warhornmedia.com and click on the Patreon link. This is Pastor Tim Bailey. Until next time, God willing.